Hey, what's up, guys? Joe Marino here, one of the pastors here at the Well Church. If you're part of our church family, then you know that over the last week or so, we've been taking some time away uh, from meeting in in-person gatherings uh, due to a number of families in our church that have been battling with some illness and some sickness. We wanted to give the opportunity for people to just kind of rest up and heal up. But we didn't want to get disconnected. We also want to just put some things out there for you in a devotional sort of way that might help you get into your Bibles and be encouraged and be strengthened by God's Word. Recognize that we are just coming into the first of the year. It's a brand new year. Oftentimes, this time of the year, we are thinking about what it means to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. doesn't matter if you've been following Jesus for 15 minutes or 15 years. There's always an aspect of being made new in Christ Jesus. So to that end, um, we've been looking at Colossians chapter 3 together. This is our second video in the series. If you look back on our YouTube or Facebook pages, you can find the first one where we focus on verses 1 through 4 of chapter 3. I want to focus on verses 5 through 11 this time. Here's what the Apostle Paul says in Colossians 3, 5 through 11. He says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Now, the sense of this passage, the Apostle Paul is doing, is he's challenging the Colossian church to take off the old, and to put on the new, right? And here's the reality. Uh, getting rid of the old junk and embracing the new life in Christ, this is a vital component of spiritual growth. One author says this. He says, the more we put off the old nature, the greater freedom we have for the renewal of our new self, according to the image of God. Because our old self is like prison chains that prohibit our freedom to grow into the image of Christ. I think about this, and I think about this text, and I uh, start thinking about the different observations that I would make about the text. What are the things that I notice in the passage? Well, again, I, I definitely cannot miss the fact that Paul wants his listeners to break free from the old junk in their lives. He wants them to put on the new character of Christ, according to verses 9 and 10. Now, to do this, to get rid of the old chains, to put on the new Christ-like character, Paul's listeners must kill what is earthly and deserving of God's wrath within them. Things like, he makes the list, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, idolatry, according to verses 5 and 6. 
What Paul does here is he literally tells his listeners to get rid of their old selves. Like, take your old self out back, whoop its butt, get rid of it. Put away the ways in which they once behaved, right? Not just some of it, but all of it. All of the anger, all of the wrath, all of the malice, all of the slander, all of the obscene talk, all of the lying to one another, according to verses 7 and 9. And once the old stuff is dealt with, once the old stuff is taken out with the trash, what Paul says is that his listeners can get to work then on the new stuff by putting on the new self, regardless of who his listeners once were. See, what he's saying is that you and I, we can put on the new self and be continuously renewed and unshackled from the filth of our past because Christ is what? He's our all in all. He is our completeness, according to verses 10 through 11. Now, now the question is, why does this matter? Why does this matter to you and, and I and I would say that this matters because, like I said earlier, getting rid of the old junk and embracing the new life in Christ, it, this is absolutely vital to our spiritual growth. And the question is, how do you do that? How do you get rid of the old junk? How do you embrace the new life in Christ? And the answer to that question is simply application. We don't just read the Bible to know things. It's part of it. We read the Bible so that we might apply the Bible to our lives, meaning we want to find out what we can believe and then find out what we can obey. And the best way I know how to apply the Bible, the best way I know how to kind of shake up what we believe and how we're getting after this obedience thing is by asking diagnostic questions that hopefully lead to some kind of action and then responding to God in prayer. So uh, application question number one, diagnostic question that you might write down in your journal. You might want to spend some time discussing these diagnostic questions with somebody close to you, another leader, friend, relative, spouse, somebody in your gospel community or your community group. Here, here's the first question. What old earthly junk needs to go? What old earthly junk needs to be taken out to the trash, right? What, what chains do I need to break free from? Specifically, what old thought patterns? What old habits? What old addictions? Maybe there's some unhealthy relationships or, or uh, unhealthy or sinful coping mechanisms or behaviors or sinful attitudes that need to go. What old earthly junk needs to go? Second diagnostic question. Again, write this down in your journals. Spend some time discussing this and praying over this. What new things is God calling me to put on? What new things is God calling me to put on? What, what part of my character needs to be renewed to look more like God? What fruit of the Spirit is God wanting to grow inside of me? You see, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So what new things is God calling me to put on? 
Th those are some of the questions I, I, I think would be good to spend some time digesting. And then going to the Lord in prayer, not just once, but, but multiple times. Everything I'm saying here is really just a template uh, for you and I to kind of feast on and practice daily, right? So as I go to the Lord in prayer, after hearing all of these truths, after thinking through some of these diagnostic questions, these application questions, I want to I want to be reminded that getting rid of the old junk and embracing the new life in Christ, this is a vital component of my spiritual growth. And I, and I can't forget that spiritual growth, if you think about it, is, is much like an ongoing construction project. It's not going to be complete. You and I are not going to be complete this side of heaven. We are complete in front of our Father because of Jesus, but we will not be done, finished. The construction project ain't done until we're in heaven. And that's when we're complete once and for all. So, so my prayer, my prayer would go this way. I just invite you to pray with me this way. Father, Father, please show me where we're at in the construction process right now. Father, please help me to get rid of, of the old earthly junk that seems to not only have just attached itself to me, but has become um, finally integrated in, in how I live. Help me, help me to get rid of that. Father, give me wisdom, give, give me strength to kill any and all earthly forms of pursuing love or acceptance or security or control or power. Father, give me spiritual insight to, to see the new me that you are renewing and restoring after the image of my crucified, risen, and returning Savior. Father, please help me to become more and more like Jesus every day. I pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray this has encouraged and strengthened you. If you would, check out the link in the comment section below to one of my favorite worship songs that I pray would strengthen you and encourage you today. Love you guys.